Hello everyone and welcome to the 11th episode of the Primal Something podcast. Uh, first of all, I do have to apologise. The last four months have been absolutely stacked with work. Uh, we've been really busy um, pushing out projects for clients. Um, so we've been working on, on that. Um, we've only recently found the time to get back to the podcast, so we really do apologise to anyone who's been listening um, to the last few episodes. Uh, we've, we've, we've all sat down together, myself, Stephen and Ed, and spoken about the podcast, spoken about uh, the direction it's going to take for 2018, and we're, we're, we really are geared up to um, deliver a lot more podcasts over the year. Uh, this, this podcast is the 11th, uh, it's with my friends Ed and Oliver again, um, so this is the 11th podcast of the year. Uh, I am going to try and make it 12 before the year is out, so that, that, would, that would mean one uh, episode um, per month, but we're definitely looking into 2018, we are going to be looking at um, recording two or three, maybe even four podcasts a month with, with certain guests, so um, this is a podcast with uh, myself, Glenn Wheeler, Ed Dutton and Oliver Dutton, um, we're going into the subjects of everything Tesla, gaming, tech, um, all those type of things, um, there was a lot to talk about with Tesla due to their new launch of their new um, Roadster, uh, some additions to the Model X, uh, their trucks, their trucks are looking really, really cool. So we, we had a good chat about those. Uh, Ed had a bit of a sing-song and yeah, it was a pretty good podcast. Um, like I said, hoping to get one, end of one in by the end of the year. Um, so please enjoy the podcast, let us know um, how you think it went leave some comments on the website and we will be back hopefully for a 12 podcast before the year is out thank you and enjoy is this the guy that pissed on the car <laughs> no 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 that's a different guy um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah we all decided to go to the pub and um yeah, I think things, as they usually do, get a bit out of hand, and we ended up doing a bit of karaoke, so... What time did you get home? Or did you even get home? <laughs> <laughs> some of us made it home, some of us didn't. <laughs> um, no, it was, I think we got in about two, so it's a pretty reasonable night. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. So how's the job going? Actually, we, we sang ACDC, and it was, I'm so glad we did, because it was the Which day... Song? It was the day... A whole lot of Rosie, it's got to be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it was the day before What's-His-Name died. So I felt like it was a oh. memorial night out for him, even though I didn't know. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. The band a, member? Yeah, the ACDC um, guy. What the frick is he called? Have a Google. I think I know, but I don't want to say, because oh. I'm wrong. It uh, doesn't matter let's if you're wrong. Luke, let's have a look. Does it matter if you're wrong? ACDC band member death. Oh, nice thing to search. Malcolm Young, yes, yeah. Malcolm Young. Malcolm Young. Yeah. Oh, so oh, sad. 64. Wrong. So young. Guitarist. So young. Yeah, that's Love a bit of ACDC. How did he die? I don't know. You want to get the uh, Iron Man movie soundtrack? It's got a lot of ACDC tracks on it. Oh, uh, yeah. So oh, I yeah. how he died. I'm always like, oh, I wonder why I like uh, Iron Man films. I mean, they're good. I mean... They were the first ones, so they were flawed at parts. Yeah, they, they, they were okay, off, but really. it was, it's the music that did it. What did you say you sang? 
whole lot of Rosie. Yeah. You had Highway to Hell, Hell's Bells and Back in Black oh, to sing. No, we did, we, did, um, we did Hell's Bells as well. I'm just trying to see how he died. Um, oh, fucking hell, he was suffering from dementia. Uh, Not nice. Oh, speaking of dementia. Oh, but he was, he was diagnosed totally. in 2014. <laughs> totally irrelevant. Um, have you ever watched Black Mirror? No. Nah. It's by uh, it that journalist of the Guardian. Guardian. Um, it's it's like a, a TV series on what that's now Isn't on it Netflix. Is it like a as dystopian well. world or something? Dystopian. Yeah. Do you know what dystopian? Means? I do not know what like dystopian means. Alternate reality that's a bit weird compared to yeah yeah. Reality. But it's like terrifying because it's so close to reality. <laughs> <laughs> if that's a word, yeah, reality. <laughs> yeah. The, what but, was close to reality? Uh, Black Mirror. Uh, this is on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's it's a bunch of episodes. Each each episode is a story in itself, and it's I think it might be produced and directed by this, or it's definitely written by the guy who writes like quite famous articles in the Guardian. I've forgotten his name. Google right. him. Google Black Mirror writer or something. Black Mirror. Oh, what would you do that, Google? We'd be fucked. Yeah. We'd, We'd literally be, be like monkeys. <laughs> black <laughs> Friday. <laughs> I thought I was going to come up with a Black Friday deal there. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, black. okay, sorry. All right, right, yeah. Are you going to go any more than that? <laughs> Just... God, it's had four seasons already. Charlie, Charlie Brooker, that's it. Charlie Brooker, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, does TV and, stuff as well? I think. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, um, and his episodes are based on sort of real life issues that, if like were escalated a little bit more, could be reality. It's like like really really terrifying stuff, um, and I don't know why dementia reminded me of that. It's something I've always wanted to talk about on the podcast. Dementia. Have you, no, 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 no. Black, <laughs> black mirror. <Right. laughs> we could talk about dementia as well. I don't know anything about dementia. Apart from it's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, God, yeah it's have you ever watched? Have you ever watched it? Before? No, no. few people it. suggested it, but it, yeah, there's like some of the episodes just um, must be decent if it's had four series. No, it's it's good. Like that, it's not, it's not your typical, like it's not like a documentary or anything. They're like short stories, but they're complete head fucks because they're so. They're so close to reality, for example... Is it a Netflix original? Um, like, made, made, made by Netflix, is it? I think the most recent season might have been, but I'm not sure. Or funded by Netflix. Yeah, or something. Has any of you started watching um, Punisher? No. I say that. I actually watched three episodes last any night. Any good? I haven't watched... I saw it on there. I've not watched it yet. Yes. First three last night. I really enjoyed it. It yeah. was uh, pretty good. Does it connect into the other... Is this so there is a character that does appear, um, Karen Page from Daredevil, oh, the blonde assistant mm. that's part of the law firm, she's in it, because if you watched um, Daredevil season two, I believe, um, Punisher is in Daredevil season two, mm. that's where his character starts, that's where you first meet him, and then Punisher is set after the Defenders. Have you watched the Marvel series? I've watched... Netflix. Uh, yeah, well, I've watched... Um, I couldn't get into Iron Fist. Mm. And I loved Luke Cage and I loved um, Jessica Jones. Oh, they were so... They I'd, were, say, they were I'd say Iron Fist is the weakest. 
Oh, it's, de- it's definitely the, the <laughs> least of the, you know, the least best, if I may. There was, what was the other ones that just the got worst? released? The worst? <laughs> yeah. um, there was another one, not Punisher, there was another series just launched as well. Marvel. Uh, the Defenders. Defenders. Have you watched that yet? Yeah, The Defenders interlinks all four um, characters, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist and Luke Cage, into one series. Um, it's uh, it's crazy how fucking we're so spoiled for TV, like in, in series of things. And the, honestly, I think it's just I don't know how people find the freaking time to watch them all. Mm. It's like episode it after episode. I was having this conversation yesterday um, with a wonderful date of mine, um, and date or date or date. what did you say? Like the, the girl. All the... oh, right, a date. Right, yeah, yeah. and. Um, we, we were sat there in front of the TV like, what the hell uh, she watched? So we, we checked up Netflix and we were scrolling through and we were like, there's so much stuff on Netflix, but whenever it's there, you just A, either can't decide or it's like... We take, it's, <laughs> it's, we take it for granted. I know, yeah. We flick through things like, oh, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, like, like oh, I don't know what I'm in the mood for, blah, blah, blah. Whereas like... Even take about twenty years ago, it's even, like you watch what's on well, BBC exactly. One, even, BBC Two, or ITV One. That is literally all you have. I was going to say, like even in in my time, even now, even, even ten years ago, it was yeah. Preview I'm just like thirty one. I'm thirty one, and when I was young, you. I mean, you. When I was a young. How old when are you? When I was a small <laughs> boy. How old are you? Twenty four, nearly. So did you just have channels one to five when you were younger? Uh, yeah, fucking hell. Well, we didn't have Sky growing up, so mm. we just had Freeview. So I think we weren't privileged. Isn't it much how we can just go to um, even open on our Sky boxes, Virgin boxes? We actually don't. Who actually watches live TV anymore? No one. No. But ah, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, mother, you better be listening. We're gonna have a conversation about TV licenses. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't pay TV license, and I refuse to pay TV license because do you... I do not watch live TV. Do you watch live TV maybe <laughs> for one hour a week? <laughs> no, literally do not watch live TV because I don't find the need to watch live TV. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, I think it's become a little bit like radio but, as well. Like, yeah, but if you look at the price of a TV license, it's how much? It's like £140 a year? Yeah. Isn't how it? much is that? 145 145 so that's what, like £12.50 or something close to £12.50. I think it's £12.40 a month. £144 would is you, £12. Would you ever, ever pay that for... A uh, live streaming service such as well, well yeah, but but there's the whole thing. Most people forget this. The TV license is to fund the BBC. It's not to fund TV. The BBC do so much more than just TV. They do music. They do news. The TV yeah, license is to fund the entire corporation. Does, everyone does. Yeah, Sky does news. Sky does TV. Use, Sky does music. Sky does films. It's because they use advert revenue, advertising revenue. B, uh, BBC don't use that. So yes, BBC could use start using um, advertising revenue, but the whole point of it was that BBC use that fee so that they're impartial. They don't are not I in the pocket of advice of no, it's, advertisers. It's a good point, but I think it's a totally broken structure now with what we have today. Mm. I mean, oh, t- yeah. BBC iPlayer and stuff. I mean. I know you've probably both watched, but how insane it is! BBC, isn't it? I don't watch Blue BBC. Planet. I don't watch Blue it. Planet. Yeah. Fuck me. I need to. I need to watch it. I want to watch it. I've just not gone around. Oh, to have it you yet. not started watching it yet? Oh my god! Some of like 
because we watch it. They haven't obviously got older HD yet, have they? BBC. Not the channels, but, but they do record in ultra yeah. HD. On even in HD, we've been watching it in HD, and obviously the film crews at Guad. Then how they're actually recording some of the stuff mm. on Blue Planet is just ridiculous. Great whites like up close and all that stuff. I've seen that YouTube clip of the um. It is a lizard escaping the snakes. Oh, that was uh, that was the last one, though, wasn't it? That was uh, Planet Earth Two. Planet Earth Two. Uh, back in July, actually. Fucking hell, if you will be behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez, I better get no, a TV but, license but, to catch up. No, but yeah. I guess to watch BBC iPlayer, do you need a TV license? Yeah. You do yeah. Right. They're gonna change it soon as well. That's soon what I'm saying. You're gonna have to uh, think... log in to able to access BBC iPlayer. At the moment, it's public access. But well, I'm sure it had logged me uh, on the Apple TV, the new one. Yeah. We went on there the other day and asked us to log in. Yeah. I think, it, it, I think it might be already in place. Go close to your mic. Oh. Um, you can pull that hand down a bit, Marley, I think. It'll still go loads f- further down. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But I think it really depends on what you watch. I mean, like, I pay TV licence because I'm a fan of Blue Planet, Planet Earth, Doctor Who... And yeah, okay, maybe I hardly ever watch TV. I only watch TV for those programs, mm. but it's like I want to, you know, support those programs. And you know, there was um, funny thing is the Sun posted an article that uh, had an article in the newspaper that said like uh, BBC news journalists sleeping mm. on the job, because um, it was like the night shift and <laughs> whatnot, and then. BBC actually tweeted out saying, um, well, the uh, at least basically um, they chose an infograph of a survey, there's a thousand people of where do you go to get your trusted news that you always know is going to be impartial. It was like 48% BBC, the newest one was like 5% and the wow. sun was like 2% and they're basically like... Yeah, I think we allow our people to sleep on a job to, you know, because it's better to do that than it is to... I think it is one place, news, you know. the BBC is one place where you can actually get accurate news. Yeah. You know, you go online all the time these days with but news websites and all that type of stuff, but it, I think... You're going to tell stuff like The Guardian, The Telegraph, you can easily tell that those articles yeah. are f- quite biased at times. But what's yeah. really, really interesting is they're not always the fastest to respond to news, but I think that's because they're gathering data to make sure it is it's factual. Accurate. Sometimes um, they just post an article and it's literally it's two just, lines. It's long. a headliner, yeah, yeah. yeah that's well, that's the problem it. these days. That's that's the problem with all media, like people who are releasing information news, now. Information people now. like people want to be the first out there, but it doesn't necessarily have to be accurate, mm. or that they, they, they don't check what they're putting out there. It's just who can get it out fastest. I don't know if you ever saw that Denzel Washington. Um, did you ever see that one? There was a Denzel Washington speaking to a media person on a, like a. On like a, um, and they take it out of context as well. Yeah, it, it, it was basically some news reporter was interviewing him at one of these posh dues on an on an evening on like a red carpet event, and he he was speaking about the media and how it is their responsibility to. Everyone talks about fake news, but it is their responsibility to um, put out correct news rather than being the people yeah. first to put it out there. Mm. Make sure it's the correct. It's not. It's not important to be the first to put it out. Mm. It's important to be correct. Or accurate, because it can ruin people's lives. Mm. Like false news can be, can ruin people's lives. All these. Well, you know, it can. There's been a lot of stuff about. Uh, who was it? Richard. Um, someone got arrested for paedophile or kiddie fiddling or whatever, 
And it was fun. Yeah, kiddie fiddling. <laughs> um, and it wasn't true. But mm. obviously, it shines a bad name. Someone yeah, sees yeah. that, it shines a bad name on them straight away. So yeah. I think it's really important for people to actually find out the proper information and the right sources I think, of information. I think it's come to a point in time where people... I don't know about you, but how I see... I let, If I see an article about such and such claims against someone, um, straight away I always think, like, fuck me. Like, if I was that person and I actually didn't do those things, mm-hmm. now the media has got my whole life, like, under control, like... Yeah, it's really sad. It's just this thing that's put over you straight away. I can't. Yeah. I think these... society has become, it's it's moved into um, guilty to proven innocent. Yeah, yeah. Even mm-hmm. when you're not, even when you're proven innocent, it still has ha- yeah, an effect. Yeah, it's still the guilt that hangs over you. Imagine like um, obviously, people like Kevin Spacey. Oh, you it know has appear obviously more stuff has come out in the meantime, mm. which solidifies. The previous claims, but when the first claim came out, you know, anyone could have just gone 30 years ago, he tried to, you know, assault me or whatever. And it's funny you mentioned it's, 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 it's very tough. That was the name I was just about to say before you even mentioned his name. Like when it first came out, because you know, I love House of Cards. Yeah. It's just, it's so. Do you like House of Cards now? What? Do you like House of Cards still? I do. <laughs> That's the thing. I th- like uh, baby it's, driver. It's it's a baby really tough driver. one to take. Like you know, when you think about the type of guys, because he was actually a really friendly guy as well. Obviously, on the mm. red carpet and all that stuff. It's just really when you when you think about it, it's like oh Jesus Christ, why did it have? Why did he? You know, now he's being cut out of. Wasn't he just recently cut out of some uh, uh, an entire film and reshooting the entire film with a new with guy, a different actor? Yeah. yeah. And it just thinks you watch all those great things and then one of this thing thing comes to bite him in the ass. It's like this guy if I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Have you seen yeah. the YouTube sensation? He said some racist words and tweets. PMs, I think, as well it was. Yeah. Um, and now it's I mean, how it that that one was is taken out of context. M- MPs that have like sworn something as a joke or something yeah. on Twitter fourteen years ago and well, it comes around and they have to resign because of it or whatever. I think this is the problem, like Especially for that YouTube kid, he was fourteen, fifteen, and you th- I've I've said so many worse things yeah. on a message, but it's it's not something that I mean. I, I you know you might yeah, call someone like, something fucking crazy. Well, not only that, but even if you felt that fourteen years ago, you might not feel that now. Exactly, but like, also, people change. Like yeah, but then obviously he's had to. He went into the jungle to sort of push his career, I guess, a little bit more because that's why they go in really. Mm. Try and get something out of it, I guess, which is which is fine. And then he has to come out because someone has released some information or found some tweets and released them about him to sell probably to a newspaper. Oh yeah, for a fortune. And then and now he's got this shitty name hanging over him because he said some racist words. I don't know what was the words he said. I'm hanging I, with I, my. I, he used the N word. Hanging with my niggers and stuff like, like that. that. Yeah. I mean, he was a kid. It, it's just totally taken out of context, and then people get on his back for it. And then it just, <laughs> but not only that, right? And I, I have I've forgotten who I had this discussion with. Um, but the just the word "nigger" in all context, all contexts, people feel so like. I think white people feel so scared to say it now as well. Yeah, because they get <laughs> like 
But no, no, no. But, but it's like, fine for a black person. Yeah, to you say get it. like Drake and whoever, and and like Little John or whatever, like all the yeah. rappers and stuff. They swear or they say the that word so many times in raps and stuff. It's absolutely fine. Double if Eminem started rapping and said nigger or something. Holy shit, the world would be on fire. But uh, the thing is, though, would it? Because he, Eminem, he's from that rap world, and he's in, he's in with that sort no, of No, 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 but it people. comes back to, oh, all yeah. of that, like, back in when yeah, the blacks it's, it's were a, slaves and, like, all of that stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's a funny one, it really it's like, is. It's like a really sensitive subject where people get far too touchy. It was like... It was well, it was centuries ago. Is is that not a thing that is wrong with? I mean, obviously we've got we're, we're so the world is so connected now. You literally cannot get away with anything. Yeah. A, a celebrity does something wrong on Twitter, they'll be absolutely fucking slated for it. Mm. They do something on they do something in real life, and it's spread around the world in the space of an hour. Literally yeah. every continent yeah. of the world, someone knows about it. You can't escape if you're a cel- it must be hell being a celebrity. Yeah, please That's never. I want to ever be a celebrity. <laughs> Or even worse, fucking president. Jesus. <laughs> because you, you just can't escape. You can't escape anything. You me- you mention something online, someone will be on your back. Because like everybody is, has an opinion. Reputation. Like, life. Yeah, is just but you, you've got these, you've got soap operas, Coronation Street, EastEnders, and they, put, they have these plots of stories, and you get millions of people phoning in because they don't like something that's been in it. Oh, this person, yeah. it's not right for them to do that. Well, don't watch it then. Exactly. Like, it, fuck off. People are so... Exactly, <laughs> it's how I see it. <laughs> but people are just so freaking touchy, it's The world has become so nanny, like, everyone needs to look after everyone else, when really people should just stand up for themselves. Mm. But I, I think... I, th- I think there's a certain extent, okay, where, yeah, things aren't acceptable, but... Yeah. What's a fucking joke? <laughs> it's no. It's just. Be, I think it's just become a major problem. Like you could have got away with this ten years ago because people were less. You know, it, it's like mm. you, you walk around everywhere and everyone. I get the train up and down to work now, and honestly, all the way then, all the way back. I don't. There's probably a couple of couples talking to each other, mm. whereas everyone's got the head down on the phone and they're mm. connecting with everybody else, and they can find out news so quick. They can make a comment in somebody so fast. Just by using social media, Facebook, whatever. It's just... Watch uh, Black Mirror. It's just one of those things, it's like... There's, there's an episode, I think it's um, season three, episode one. Hmm. Um, actually... It's actually, calling it like the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Google, Google it, actually. Jonathan. No, because it's the first one. If you open it up on Netflix, it's the first... It's one at the top of the list. I don't know why they've right. arranged the seasons in that way. But um, it's... Essentially, a world where everyone is socially connected, um, a bit like how we are now, and every everyone uses this one social media, for example, like Facebook. Um, this is, but this you is not can, the you can, where they were running on treadmills, is it? It's the same. It's the same guy. What yeah. was that? What was that series? You because you put it on in here once. Whether oh. were whether were on a bike or a treadmill, and they were making the Hang money on, for we'll, the day. We'll come back. We'll come back to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. So everyone's on this social media, but. Everything you do, whenever you meet someone, whether you interact with someone or something, you can rate it out of five, <laughs> out of five stars. So this this podcast we're doing here now, at the end, if I thought it was great, I could give you both five stars. Can you leave a comment? If I thought, Glenn, you were great and Ollie, you were a bit shit, sorry. I, I could give you five and I could give Ollie like three because it was okay. Mm. And, and then everyone has an overall score of every single interaction 
combined. So like well, that's my freaky. yeah, that so life. my to- <laughs> my total score would probably be like two point one. <laughs> no, but like I don't know, it might be like three point nine or something because I can be an asshole at times. <laughs> you can be cheeky. Agree. Yeah, but then but then but then like uh, but then you you're having impressions before you even met the person. Exactly. So everything is based well, on first impression. Isn't that what life is now? Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, if the stuff I on Black Mirror I, really digs deep into social problems that are around today, but aren't really thought about like that. That's interesting. That is because I go onto Joe Rogan Experience Forum on Facebook. Yeah. And honestly, there's so many twats on there. They just like you put a comment on there, and they'll just they'll call mm. you something straight away. Yeah, yeah. But that person could be the nicest person in the world. But exactly. You just, you just type, "What a twat." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that person could be really nice. No, no, nice. it's so it's, true. Like, it is. And I actually, I hardly ever post on social media anymore because mm. there's no benefit for me for doing it. Like, is there a benefit for anyone? No, literally, there is not. Like, have interactions with people in real life. It's so much more rewarding. I think good, that's true. Good example is um, obviously you had the budget on Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Mm. And yeah. as part of the budget, they announced an extension for the um, electric car plug-in grant mm. for electric cars in the UK. It's going to be extended with uh, £100 million pounds, um, being put towards it. So I posted on the local, well not local, on the Tesla Model 3 Facebook group saying, you know, good news for potential UK buyers of Model 3. When the car comes out, twenty nineteen, um, it was announced today that the UK government's committed an extra hundred million pounds towards extending the plug-in car grant that was due to expire next year. So when the car comes out, obviously, you'll be there. First, first comment was someone saying the support for EVs is a Bisparsian issue and always has been. Don't credit the Tories for this. This would have happened under any government. And I'm just like, what are you, it's like, someone always has to bring it political. And I just replied to saying, it would have happened anyway, but I didn't give any credit to the Tories. I was just stating a fact. Mm. (laughs) Which was, it was a fact. I mean, he didn't reply, he just liked my comment. So what what Mm. is, what does this um, move? It's basically the guy who commented is a massive Labour supporter mm. and thinks the toys are a pile of shit. Mm. Um, so, he, so anything positive come from this still doesn't like it. positive come from this government, he's going to degrade, degrade it or whatever you say, you know, degrade it. Yeah. When I was like, well, yeah, it would have happened because electric vehicles are becoming more and more popular. So any government who come in would have done that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like... Um, it just annoys me how everything just is so... So this yeah. this move with the budget and the EV thing, what is that to support? Sorry? So, so currently, if you buy an electric vehicle that is on a list, mm-hmm. um, you get Any a, electric vehicle? There's about 30 or so on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's basically, it's zero... It, there's a certain rating, there's three categories. Top categories, obviously, zero emissions, 100% electric. Mm-hmm that you get a £4,500 grant. So instantly, before you even buy the vehicle, they knock four and a half grand off. It come, The money goes directly from the government to the, obviously, the retailer. Yeah. And that was due to expire March next year. It had already been extended 
because it was previously expired March 2016. Wow. Um, so they expired it for two years, and then obviously they're expiring, they're extending it for another two years. Um, because wow. that was one of the concerns was when the Model 3 finally comes to the UK, will we have, you know, this available discount? It's the mm. same issue in America, where in America, the first 200,000 cars built by a manufacturer gets a tax rebate, uh, like a tax refund. Mm-hmm. After 200,000 in America, then they no longer, it, it like phases out. So people were... Uh, it's quite low, isn't it? 200,000 in the whole of America. Yeah, but it's only its sales only in America. So it's not worldwide sales. Mm. Tesla have currently sold probably about 160,000 in America uh, alone. So people are like, I'll get your Model 3 orders in soon because soon you won't be able to get the $7,500 rebate. So the Model 3 is not even in America yet? No, it's um, they've just started opening public orders now. Right. Obviously, but they haven't made any deliveries of the Model Three yet. No, they started deliveries in July. Oh okay. So in started at the end of July, and uh, that was they delivered thirty vehicles to employees of Tesla and SpaceX, and all the way up until this point, it's only been employees. Right. Um, and now they've just opened public orders for. California previous owners of Tesla vehicles and obviously they're ramping that up but as expected the ramp up is happening a lot slower I was going to say they can't get these yeah. Teslas out quick enough can I mean they've got they've, they've opened a couple of new gigafactories haven't they or they've got they've currently got a factory in Fremont which is their main construction factory and mm. they have a, a gigafactory it's in Texas um, that makes them um the main batteries and then I believe there's also a, another factory that used to belong to Solar City. Mm. Um Solar City is solar panel supplier that they bought. So they currently have three factories. There's a factory being planned in Asia, probably in China. Mm. And there's also talks of a factory being in Europe somewhere, probably Germany. Yeah. Chris Stanks went to one in Germany. I don't know what that was. Um, Some Tesla factory in Germany, I believe it. I don't know what it was. It might have been like partnership or something, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, what the hell was this thing that they've just done? Might Tes- be like a delivery center or a distribution center or something like that, because it's unlikely to be a, a, a factory. All right. Yeah. Uh, Germany to take on Tesla with Gigafactory, our rival. But yeah. Tesla just built a battery for somebody. Who the hell was that for? Did you see it this week? So they've just... Com- in Australia, They've just it? completed the world's largest battery bank, um, basically to help southern Australia out. Um, they keep having power outages, obviously due to the weather and the um, mm. the how big it is. So... The nearest battery facility in the world is, thinks, 30, 30 megawatts. Um, and they said that they'll build a 100 megawatt battery facility um, in 100 days. Wow. And if they do it within 100 days, if they don't do it within 100 days, it's free. And they've just completed that within the promised 100 days. 
So this this new battery that they've got in Australia can power thirty thousand homes. Yeah, it's it's a hundred megawatts. That is a, a lot of energy. Well, it's a, a thousand. Stick your tongue on it. <laughs> Just uh, uh, disintegrate. <laughs> one megawatt is a thousand kilowatts, and mm. you know your average um, light bulb is forty watts. Mm. Um, mm. So. And there's a thousand watts in a kilowatt, so it's you know it's it's a lot of energy. That's like millions of light bulbs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. Like the whole the whole Tesla thing is just ridiculous. I, I was speaking to the guys in here the other day about how Tesla, Elon Musk have have the future literally locked down with what they're doing with yeah. power, power vehicles, space travel. You know what they've done? They've like looked at all the Star Wars and Star Trek films and they've been like, right, <laughs> pick five, pick five from that and we'll do that this year. <laughs> How's he getting on with the boring company? Um, well, he's bought another drill. Right. Um, second hand. Didn't, didn't he give this job to, he was, I saw I was reading an article about it and he's given this boring company job to a bunch of like apprentice people. Yeah, so <laughs> during an interview... Here you go, dig a fucking hole. <laughs> during an interview, he stated that the amount of time he spends on the boring company is 2%. Wow. 2% of his time goes on the boring company. It's mainly run by volunteers and apprentices. Yeah. Um, but they have a massive hole in the SpaceX car park. Um, that they've started drilling and um, they're apparently the Californian governor or mayor is, is quite uh, open to the idea and then what they want is uh, the first tunnel is to go from the Tesla factory in um, probably Fremont to uh, the SpaceX factory. Um, so it's not, not that far but it's just you know, it's, a good, it's a good trial run yeah, it? yes. and it's, it's it's in safe ground so yeah, it's a good testing arena isn't the reason for doing this is because obviously it's the, the distance that's being travelled underground is not far because it, isn't he trying to resolve a problem of is it California yeah, to, it's, get from, it's, it's like, to get traffic. from one exactly yeah, to get from traffic. one point to yeah. another in a space of a few miles takes about an hour yeah. so that's why he's obviously trying to do this yeah it's um, isn't it weird how we just how he can just pick up, like, he sees an issue and he's like, all right, we'll just do this, and he just does it. Like, I was reading his frigging book. He's just um, a doer, isn't he? He is. He, like, pe- a lot of people in life He's on say, a different oh, level to everyone yeah. else. But in life, people say, oh, we should do this, or we should do that, or we should set up this business. He sees it as, oh, we should do that, let's do it. And then, yeah. then the week after, it's like he's on with it. But do you think it's because he's got the money to do it? I don't think it's that, no, because in cases he doesn't. Because obviously he, mm. he's got his money spread into all these different businesses. And if you read his book... Yeah, he sold PayPal and started three businesses from that. Yeah, well, me, so. and if you read the book, NASA essentially saved Tesla. Yeah. Really? He was out of money. He'd spent... People had done pre-orders of Teslas. He had spent that money and he didn't have it. It was, it was literally... It was something like... It was the Christmas party. It was... It was basically like 11 o'clock or whatever. He said that at midnight, we are going bankrupt. And then literally at like quarter to midnight. Had, didn't have one launch left of the one of the space rockets. Something like that. And if it succeeded, it succeeded. The last they had a last effort. Yeah. It succeeded, and he got a phone call from NASA, who offered him billions. It, of, it was a like a one point five billion contract to resupply which, the ISS, and that literally yeah. saved both SpaceX it and Tesla. A, it took a slice of that money and moved it into Tesla, and got that boom and put the rest in there. Yeah. And it just you went li- from there. It's just like lids on a knife edge. 
you know, it was literally, uh, you know, hours from just going completely bankrupt. I think you find that a lot with business. I think you you do. The risks with starting up businesses is huge. Like, you you take a slice of money. You know yourself, just from a small Mm. business head, you take a slice of money and you you try and make that work. It either it fucking does work or it doesn't. Mm. And I think when you go back to Gary Vee, sometimes it's all about the hustle. Just trying to get stuff to work. Yeah. Trying as hard as you can to get it to work. Work. Um, doing certain things Never to get it to work. Never had a fucking plan B. That was my problem. Well, in, in, in a lot of cases, though, there is no plan B. No, yeah. To either it work or it doesn't. If it doesn't, then you go back to a normal job. Mm. It, it's, it's like that. And in my first couple of years, it was pretty much like that. And you just somehow, I think, in the first couple of years, is about finding your feet and finding... Um, a way to keep your head above the water mm. and once you get through the three years you you work out a lot of shit on your journey and it just it turns into something freaking cool that's like what you're this. doing it. yeah I mean, I, would be, I mean I was business obviously is tiny but you get there in the end with it mm. but you have to it's honestly it's a hard graft and I think if you go back to the Tesla story and what we heard last week holy shit the roadster yeah I mean it's um He's, he's the master of misdirection, mm. you know. Obviously, the the he's by now, back in July, he claimed that by now they'll be making 5,000 Model 3s a week. I think last month, for, there was 236 delivered mm. in the entire month. Um, wow. <clears throat> so, to release both the Tesla Semi... Which has been planned for a while now. I actually haven't looked at this Tesla Semi. I've just got it on my screen then, now. It's um, like... Semi-erect uh, is how I felt when these... Came out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Have you seen it? And then uh, to do a one more thing and then just release the very much rumoured Roadster with I had not space-like heard. specifications is ridiculous. You know? I um, Obviously, when it was on... I'd read a bit about it and I was expecting the, the semi that they were releasing. I'm looking at it now. Imagine fucking Morrison's deliveries in them. <laughs> well, amazing. you say that, um, Walmart have already ordered 15. Have they? A number of other companies have ordered a number of them. Um, they've already released all that. Have we seen any interiors of it or anything? How it operates? Yeah, yeah. yeah it it's like... a single seat, a single seat <laughs> it's truck. It's a cockpit. It's, it's two, <laughs> like two 17-inch screens either side with a steering wheel in the middle. What? Um, <laughs> it's a spaceship. <laughs> it's a spaceship. <laughs> it does uh, 500 miles. I think there's something like on a charge. Some um, say if you go over 17, it starts taking off. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. It's a, it's a semi-lobby it yeah, and it does miles. 0 to 60 in 5 seconds when it's not got any load on it. Wow. 0 to 60 in 5 seconds, that's faster than most cars and it's a semi-lorry, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and it'll do 0 to 60 in 20 seconds when it's got... 6,000 kilogram load, which is the maximum that a US road can legally have. Yeah. Um, Six tons. Heaviest, in their class 8 lorries can have a 6,000 kilogram uh, haulage. Mm. It's insane. Oh, so this, this doesn't go into production until 2019? No, yeah. no. Um, they are <laughs> releasing mega charges as well to oh, power, this. power these. <clears throat> um, they will output... 400 miles in 30 minutes. Yeah, I was reading um, that. And they will be 100% powered by batteries and solar panels. Wow. 
meaning that they can give a flat price across the entire country mm. per mile. Um, a godsend for truckers and companies mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah. have to deal with the variable price of diesel across. I was going to say haulage companies states. and stuff. It's going to change how they operate. The 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 eco- economics <clears throat> of it is just a different world. You know, it's like we probably would have been better off actually going to Mars and just starting it on Mars, like just starting from scratch. But yeah, so I mean, it's it's pretty insane, and then you know to have these insane stats, and then just to break. Oh, by the way, one more thing: we've just got a uh, you know just a new car that we're, we're we've also developed. Jesus Christ! That's uh, you know <laughs> does not to sixty in one point nine seconds. Jeez, you can't you can't even imagine it. Like you can't even imagine that speed at that. That I mean, fast. the most the fastest cars do about two point four ish, and including the what's the yeah, what's what's like a Formula One car? A Formula One car is about one and a half seconds. Jesus Christ! Yeah, um, this is just a roadster. I mean, I was watching a a video where they spoke to some scientists about car acceleration, and the um they said that the in theory. The fastest a car can accelerate theoretically is one point no is two point zero five seconds, according to these scientists. I don't know how. Appreciate science. Appreciate science. And then Tesla pulled out the bag. I was like, oh, you, you scientists says that the most possible, the fastest possible way a car can accelerate is two point zero five seconds. We've gone one point nine. It's like yeah. I, um, it's because it's not a car; it's a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> it looks ridiculous, doesn't it? It's such yeah. a, an amazing vehicle. I watched the video of the obviously the acceleration video. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's literally. It looks fake. Entering yeah. warp speed in five. Because it's like four. Funny, funny three. if you say that. They call it um, plaid. So based off the. So Plaid is nice based black. off the film Spaceballs. Spaceballs is a parody of Star Wars. And obviously in the Star Wars you go uh, light speed. Mm. But in Spaceballs you go Plaid, which is faster than light speed. <laughs> so they joke that this car accelerates. Not a ludicrous, not light speed, but Plaid, you know. it's like So to get the speed for this car... Yeah. It doesn't come as standard, obviously. You have to have that ludicrous mode in, do you? No, no, no. The Tesla Roadster Model 2 with the 1.9 acceleration is the standard model. Fuck. Have you bought one? <laughs> <laughs> when did they start delivering these? 2020. Um, 2020 right. Which is a bit of a push to it, I think. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's $200,000. Um, Nice and cheap. Um, with a $50,000 deposit. Um, the thing is, though, it's a super can. It's affordable. Because I looked at this, yeah, right? Compare it, it compare it with the Bugatti Chiron. I, look at, I looked at that. The yeah. Bugatti Chiron, 3 million, I think it was. Or yeah. It's, quick, it's quicker. Has more, has more seats as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fit a baby in the back. Has two trunks. It's freaking um, insane. But it yeah. looks like a Ferrari 458, I think. Like the front end, but just the lights are a little bit different. While we're on the topic of cars, it's amazing. So Glenn 
uh, has recently bought the Xbox One X, and he's, yes, what what game is it? F one. He's got uh, the new F one game, and <laughs> the Xbox. Anyone who comes into his office has to complete the best, lap. the fastest lap. Um, so I think one of us should have a go while we're on mic. You go and load it up, Ed. I'm gonna go load it up. Have you been watching the F one? I haven't, unfortunately. No. no, it's a combination of having terrible internet. Oh, have you still not got the internet um, sorted yet? Well, I've got internet sorted, mm. um, just but the it speeds only goes up there. three megabits a second. What's the news on it, though? Is there anyone... There's uh, quite a bit of news. There's, there's talk of a company doing fibre to property, doing a business case for fibre to property. What um, about who we used? Is it they only no do, interest? They, they only do apartments. Or oh, flat did complexes oh, right. to um, outweigh the installation cost. Forza F1. Um, F1 2017. There is a there is a company that's gonna do five uh, fibre property within a half a kilometre of the business park. Right. Um, which you gotta sign up for a two year contract and pay forty pounds a month for a hundred megabit line. This but is the problem, isn't it? A normal home won't. Really but that, but that. that's only half a half a kilometer of the business park, which is nowhere near my house. But if it comes popular, then they'll probably extend it. Yeah, I think it's insane that new builds, new build estates, don't have this infrastructure in. Um, it's especially in today's digital age. It's insane that. Well, you're actually classed it, it, as in poverty if you don't have internet now, aren't you? You have internet, but it's terribly slow. Yeah. And you say that, funnily, if we've had uh, from people from our area have contacted the MP and they replied basically saying that all new build plots, planning permission, have to have um, infrastructure for fibre mm. from beginning of 2017. Who is it providing BT? Yeah. Who you have it with? Um, BT so reach, isn't it? any new builds where the planning permission is granted this year and going forward has to have the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. But because Great Park is 15 years into a 30-year development, obviously their planning permission was agreed, you know, years ago, so it's not compulsory. Whereas all these new estates popping up now, if their planning permission was granted this year, they're, uh, it's a law to have the infrastructure for fibre optics. Mm. Which it should be... For this day and age, you know, oh, it's like... Yeah. It's, it's on, I can't understand why it isn't. I was just trying to download a game through my Xbox and it took a digital version of a game and it took uh, close to 40 hours to download Freaking one hell. game. How many... How, what file size? It was about 40 gigs in size, but my Xbox, it was only doing 1.3 gigs an hour. Oh, God, that's terrible. That, that was the maximum I was going to get. 1.3 gigs per hour. Yeah, so downloading what? three games took just under four days. Jesus Christ. Because it was just ridiculous, you know. Okay, so the game, the game set up, we're playing um, F1 2017. Yep. Uh, Australian Grand Prix with the uh, 2017 Red Bull Racing Car. So if you want to compete. All assists off. Apart from manual uh, automatic gearbox. Because no one knows how so gearboxes... Am I going first? You can have some efforts. You can have a few laps. We'll have a few laps. You'll need a few laps. Well. <laughs> you might I... want to get closer as well. I can I can give updates if you like. I remember yeah, uh, spending hours on 
I think it was F1 2012. Jesus. <laughs> 2012? Yeah, just literally do the entire race weekend. It takes so long because you've got three practice sessions and then... <laughs> this is... this. You can get all the old flying cars on it. Yeah, yeah, go flying lap. Just be easy on the accelerator, though. Jesus. This is fast. Watch him spin so out here, Ali. Watch this. Watch this. I think the F1 game is, oh, not is generally harder than the likes of Forza and Gran Turismo, because... Top uh, Y to use your DRS head. Even... Uh, oh, your like, top... Yeah, it's Y to use your DRS. I remember, f- uh, I think it was last year when we went to Eurogamer Expo in oh, yeah, uh, the NEC. Um, they have they had Gran Turismo there, full-on right. full on racing seat and steering wheel. And I thought I did uh, pretty well. Um, spin out. <laughs> well, there's the first spin. To get used but, to how it works first. Can't uh, <laughs> get it back on the road. You've got to be uh, so gentle. It's uh, it is because it's it full. Is. This game now, obviously, this game started as on Xbox. It started as like an arcade style, but now it's this game's full sim. Do you have a so difficult. damage assimilation or um, no? Not on time just trial. Cosmetic. Just cosmetic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what have you been playing on Xbox, Ollie? Have you been playing much? Or? Um, I've got my car stuck. Mainly Star Wars Battlefront 2 recently. What have you done? I've got my car stuck on the uh... <laughs> 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 Oh my god, that has never happened on this game. How the hell have you done that? He's beached his car because obviously F1 cars have such low ground clearance. Oh, no. You're on the curb. His uh, rear wheels are off the ground, so he can't actually move anywhere. You just, just restart the lap. Just oh, restart. That was a good start. Great start. <laughs> Here we go. I tell you what, I am impressed by obviously with this 4K console is uh, the new Call of Duty, like, is insane, and the new Forza. I would imagine. I would expect the Forza to be good, but isn't the Call of Duty just the same graphics engine that's just been? It has again. It is, but the what you the unlocks and all that stuff on it now the customization is nuts. Yeah, it really is. Obviously, the same game engine, but um, it's nice being back in the World War Two sort of style of game. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously when went on to Eurogamer earlier this year, got to play yeah. a number of Xbox One X games, including um, new Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, yeah. That, that did look beautiful, and that's a completely revamped game, much better than the previous ones. It's more of an RPG now than a like an action game. Yeah, I think I played, um, well, obviously when we were at the flat, Black Flag, I think we were playing. Yeah, maybe. yeah. That was pretty good, but it's it's one of those games where it's more for campaign rather than online oh, gaming. Yeah, it's not an online game at all, really. And I'm just, I'm obviously I only have time really for, where's he going? <laughs> Invalidated lap time collided with the wall. Um, I, I really the thing I enjoy now for games is just online racing online or football online or shooty ups online. Well, it just doesn't require much time. It's no, just jump on, jump off. Exactly. You yeah. Know, um, That's the good thing about them. I like. But the it's also it's like um, consoles as a PC as well. I know a lot of people consoles just because of the convenience. I'm not allowed to go down there. I use just. Um, are you just playing PC mostly now then? Or? No, I've not actually turned my PC on for a few months, to be honest. I've uh, not been on the uh, VR. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Hey, that deal was pretty good. 650. 600. 600. Yeah. 
Obviously, I want, if you I want the um, the deluxe audio strap because it's mm. uh, actually plastic straps that have like a ratchet system. Right. Whereas the current system this is this is for just, the vibe, yeah. Yeah, the current system is just uh, fabric straps with Velcro, which you know doesn't very good. Have the, have the obviously when we played it back at the flat. Um, is is there any VRs looking at like wireless VR yet or not? Well, there was actually about. There's been around for ish about a year. There's a um, TB Link doing a wireless receiver for the, the HTC Vive. Um, That's the next thing in it. It's yeah, got to com- be currently only available in I think like China or where HTC are based. Mm-hmm. Um, the battery is about an hour and a half to two hours. Um, well, that's wireless. pretty good. Um, does that come with uh, the ability to connect it to a wire after that or not to play it? Yeah, so obviously it's just... Um, Charge you, cable, essentially. The cables come from the headset. You just plug the headset into this receiver. Yeah. Um, and then that, that works. There's talks of obviously having a battery pack maybe on your waist okay. or something like that. That um, would work, yeah. Um, but then obviously it's all about movement. <laughs> No, this, this guy's got a driving license as well. <laughs> Even though the, the probably the two weeks that he took the driving license hasn't been yeah. since. So have you still got your Tesla on order, Ollie? Yeah, yeah, no, I've had it on um day one reservation holder. Um 31st of March 2016. By the time I get it, it'll probably be close to three years since I reserved it mm. to uh when do they it. do? When is the launch for those in the UK? So all we know at the moment is early twenty nineteen. Um, but again, that's that's still just on back order, yeah. isn't it? You do, do you know where you are in the actual? I don't know where I am in the queue. In the queue. I mean, um, I imagine I'm pretty close up front because I ordered it. It's, I remember it, when you ordered it. I ordered it an hour after um, they started. An, two hours after pre-orders were revealed, mm. which currently was about 4am on the UK. Jesus. So um, the only people that would have got ahead of me in the UK were people who were obviously there at the time, that obviously watching the reveal the same time I was, Yeah. Um, or gone to a store and ordered it that day, I believe. Because um, obviously the time difference... Um, Make, makes a obviously quite quite a big difference, but in the grand scheme of things, you're not really it's not really going to matter where you come in the UK because the UK market is rather small compared to the US market. Oh yeah, we're tiny, aren't we? It's... And once um, they get the production scaled up, you know, the talks of doing you know five thousand. Uh, models a week. <laughs> just laughing at him. He's, he, he doesn't even get through the last car. He validated his lap before he even started. Hey. Yeah. They, they, they'll probably do the entire um, UK market in a in a few weeks. Mm. You know, if you think it's 5,000 a week, how many orders are going to be from the UK? Yeah. You know, it's <clears> like... And obviously they've got Where, to... Where's the closest Tesla from around here? Leeds? The closest... The closest Tesla service station is either Leeds or Edinburgh. Mm. Um, they have a sales office in Newcastle, but not um, 
it's like in town, like central town, okay. like by the quayside in one of the small offices. It's it's not a sales office mm. for public. It's just an office oh, okay. with a phone number, right. so you can ring them. Um, but there's done, no there's no like showroom or they've done quite a, f- a few shows on Grey Street, haven't they? They're like the, I see yeah, Tesla yeah. there a few times. They were in the mo- stuff. The motor show. Um, they're actually doing a nationwide tour soon. Um, you'll be able to register to test drive a Model S or Model X. Mm. Um, think either um, the first or second weekend in um, in December. They'll, they're up near the Marriott Hotel up in Great Park. Um, I was speaking to Chris yesterday and he, got, uh, he sent me something on Skype where... Because um, obviously he owns a, a Tesla and stuff, he could actually send invites to friends who can actually go and test drive cars. Yeah. But it worked out that the the person who you send the uh, invite to has had to actually already have placed an order for one of the Teslas, so I, I couldn't use it. Interesting. I, I've um I've tried to get a Tesla test drive for a while. I still I can't get one. Have you signed up on their website? Yeah, I'm on. The, I've been on the list for ages. You've test I mean, drove a few, haven't you? I've test drove a Model S twice. Yeah. Um, Does the Model S not interest you anyone? Or they've got the new ones. It's the price, really. Yeah. And to what I mean, it's the base model is now around about sixty five thousand pounds, sixty thousand um, pounds. I've been looking at them, and myself. they they are great cars, but they're just way out of my price range. And to be honest, they are big cars as well. They were luxury saloon. I don't think I've had small cars my entire life, and I, I like the size of the Model 3. And to be honest, if I won a bunch of money, I probably wouldn't buy a Model S. I'd probably, no, I'd probably either invest it, save it, or and wait for the Model 3, because I like the size of the Model 3. I think the problem is, you know, you, the problem you've got with Tesla is that it's, it's, not, it's not a vehicle, is it? It's it's a vehicle, but it's it's it's, it's very much software. more. It's very much more of a gadget than an yes, actual. Yeah, it's a gadget. Uh, I was just gonna say before it's it's yeah. a gadget, and it's I think Tesla's becoming like the new Apple, if you like. It's one of those things that people want. People, yeah, you know, it's like it's it's a basically a a piece of software with wheels, and that that's the problem with Tesla. I think is going to be in the future is keeping up with the technology of it. You're going to buy a Tesla in two years. I know it's like this with every car. But even more so with Tesla, because you're going to buy a Tesla and it's going to be old within the space of two years. They're going to have announced something like Apple do. They release a phone and then release something a year after that's much more fucking upmarket, spec-wise, software-wise. Well, did you can see do that, more stuff. Did you see that someone actually treated Elon Musk soon after they released um, the Model S with hardware version 2? Yeah, hardware version one doesn't have full auto drive, full self drive. It just yeah. has dynamic cruise control and lane assist. Whereas hardware version two has the capability to do full self drive. Yeah. So I bought the first hardware one, and then literally like four months later, they announced that all future Model S's will have this new hardware. You, it was about a moan on, on a tweet to Elon, and he basically Elon replied directly and just said. I think that's going to be the best for um, me. <laughs> that's the first one. <laughs> uh, how many laps was that? Why did I get penalties then? What he, was that? Wait, what was that? What was that? Carry on me? He just replied basically saying, 
that you know we always gonna we're not one of the car companies that holds features back for their annual release. Yeah. We're gonna always be pushing car like technology. So it's if, gonna be like that ongoing forever. They're gonna yeah, have a, a version two, three, four. If uh, if you're not happy with you know with this, um, basically Tesla isn't car is not for you. We're gonna be making major refreshes every eighteen months. Mm. So if you're not happy with that. Don't buy a Tesla, basically. No, I think you join the the Tesla uh, community, knowing that yeah. you know, accepting that your car is going to be almost out of date quite soon. I think that's most ca- it's it's cases with everything nowadays, because it's 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 a thing that's um, it's a piece of tech, it's a piece yeah. of software essentially, and software just goes out of date. Hardware goes out of date so fast. Look when you buy, for example, the Xbox. Mm. They've now got updated hardware and phones they have faster chips that can do more stuff it's just the same with automation you've got automation driving that can do a certain thing and then you've got another uh, piece of hardware that can do the full the full automation automated driving yeah it's um oh balls that's gone off screen but i could see what it was god that looks so nice that model x (laughs) yeah so the tesla will be around newcastle on the 15th of december Right. So you can sign up for a test drive, oh, okay. and then they'll ring you if they have a slot free and allow you to test uh, test drive one. So <laughs> you should uh, fill it in. Yeah. Find uh, me that. Can you find me the link? Just Google Tesla Newcastle, oh, just and then on. it'll come up with the uh, Tesla events in the UK. Right. Um. Interesting. So nice that Model X, honestly. There's a woman on Grey Street. I don't know who it is. She must work in one of the offices or own one of the businesses. Um, and she's got the Model X. I saw it on there the other day. Yeah. In the blue as well. It's really, really smart. Jesus, what's wrong with me? Such a nice motor. Yeah, I've I've been looking at getting one on, obviously on for. It's like, great, great if you know you got a kid coming up, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's great for that, and it's also it's I guess safety it's a, and it's a really good business expense as well because yeah. I don't have a car on the business anymore. Um, great, great company car. Yeah. You know, because the benefit in kind tax is you know really low because it's hundred percent electric, mm. and uh, they've actually just announced the UK government announced that they won't be charging. Um, companies benefiting kind tax for charging the car at work. That's a question I was going to ask you. We've got the MCP over the road. Yeah. There's some charge stations in there, yeah. standard ones. How how fast do they, would they charge a Tesla in terms of from from what fifty it, miles left to being full? It it really varies based on the power outage. Um, do they vary in these car parks? The power outages are they all similar? I'll be able to find out because I've got an app that tells me all the electric charge points. Right. In uh, in the UK, so you've got the supercharger in Washington. That output, yeah, I go past that every day actually. That outputs um, one hundred and twenty kilowatts hour, one hundred twenty kilowatt hours, um, one hundred twenty kilowatts an hour. Mm. Um, if obviously other people aren't using it at the same time, because yeah. two chargers are shared, so if you have two people using the same char- two chargers, it halves it. Mm-hmm. The then you got high speed ones in um, various places and they are faster, obviously not as fast as 
Tesla superchargers, but then they are kind of like they're pretty good, and then you've got like standard ones. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to find it now. So the one in the NCP nearby is a Type Two, um, twenty pound a year to charge. Wow. Or free with a certain app, CYC app, and charging is free. Huh. So a lot of places in the centre of Newcastle. There's loads around Newcastle now. You see them have, everywhere. Uh, Grey Street have and free charging. Um. God. You lost it there. That was terrible. Oh, I, I what's was your terrible. What's your time set? Oh, it's not good. Tell me, one thirty-three. No, gonna be out and laugh. No, I think it's like one forty. No, no, but you've just got a best of one Oh, is that the actual no, record? It's yes, now. That's the record. It's now. Like... Is it? Is it on the board there? Is it? No. What's but Tom's then, What's Tom's time? Uh, one twenty-eight. Oh, one twenty-eight. Yours is one thirty-three three two five. Ah, oh, right, that's mine up there. Yeah. Jesus, I can't even go around the first corner. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty good. So, for example, the one in Grange Street Car Park, which is Type 2, I believe, is um, 7, to kilo, 7 to 22 kilowatts per hours. Right. So, so max, max rating, it'll be a fifth of the speed of yeah. the supercharger. But if I left it there all day, it would charge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, but, you know, if I park in those as well, if that yeah. if I park in that space, I still have to pay for that parking space for the day. Yes, it's still a parking space. Yeah. So you still have to pay the parking charge. Yeah. It's just the electric charge but, point is there as well. Problem is, you know, it's, when you come up into those, because I get in here about, well, it depends on what t- time I set off, but I generally go into that car park and most of those freaking... Charge spots are taken already. Nissan Leafs and oh yeah stuff. You know, it's popular. I know a guy guy at work who owns a Peugeot Ion. Yeah. Which is a hundred percent electric car. My friend's he, got one. And he lives in town, so he just parks it in a multi-story car park on a night time. There's, there's one just over the road as well, actually. Um, uh, there's always a BMW park there, though. Have you seen uh, the new Nissan Leaf automated driving? I did it's see impressive. I did see a video of them trialing it, the the new ones, and I was impressed. It um, is really, the, really impressive. But I think it's, it's well, the UK government have said that they want to uh, have self driving cars on the road by twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking obviously with with the the little boy on the way. It's scary to think that when he's our age, at 20, yeah. will he actually need to learn to drive? True. Will he need to get a licence? How is all the licensing going to look when you've got a... Uh, how is insurance going to look when you've got a car that drives himself? Who has responsibility? Exactly. I think that the that's still way off. You're going to have self-driving, but I think the regulation is always behind, but I still think that you're still going to have to do a driving test. You're still gonna have to be responsible for the car, even though it's a self-driving car. I think it's gonna be like that for. You're responsible for, a few for what years. that car does. Yeah, because. So it's your you risk. Could, over yeah, you could control <laughs> the. Uh, you could over Last overpower time. the car. Yeah. Itself, you know, disable the auto drive so and then crash, and then you. When like, oh, is well. the. So when when I test, I know it's already built into the car and stuff, but when are, are they allowing? 
fully A to B driving auto- automated. What is in like you can sleep? Or... Essentially, yes. I so mean... when when can you put it in from your garage? You sit in the car at your garage, and you want to go to Manchester, Newcastle to Manchester, and you press a button, it just drives you there. When is that? Well, they their government wants to do it by twenty twenty one. Jesus. Which not is which be very fast. Not fall asleep though. Oh, no, yeah, but want, essentially... They want, they want full autonomy by 2021. Which so will allow you to yeah. fall asleep. I mean, regulation is always far behind, sometimes decades far behind, but they said they want to be in the forefront. Whether that's going to take effect or not, I don't know. The roads aren't ready for that. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. It, it really is the automated... It's one of the things, obviously, I wanted to talk about on, on this podcast just really quickly because we never covered it, but... Yeah, driving. I mean, it's a it's a, for me as a as obviously a motorsport fan, and sort of someone who likes to drive because I really do enjoy driving. It's actually quite sad. Yeah, to, I mean, um, it's to think the thing is the, it's going to disappear. The electric cars are great to drive, but yeah, yeah, it's um, I don't know what the future holds with with all that stuff, but we shall see. Yeah. I might actually get a complete lap here, so get ready to look at the time. Even if it's like... <laughs> you, you've been on about ten laps, Ed. Uh, I think, obviously, we've been go- we've, we've been chatting for quite some time, and it's it's good to have covered all the Tesla stuff yeah, and yeah. The, the automated driving, but... I sound, so might get... sound a bit random, the flow of the podcast, but... Yeah, was, this is what the podcast is about, though. 144.5, you know, for example. Oh, my God, that's dreadful. I'm writing it down, though, because I'm never going to get a complete lap again, otherwise. Write it down, about, I'll put you on the board. seven seconds slower than the slowest time. <laughs> <laughs> the one on there. But, yeah, I think, obviously, we've been on for a while, so we're going to uh, shut the show there and um, have the podcast online in the next day or so. So thank you, Ollie, for coming in, and Edward, thank you very much for your, your terrible <laughs> family one. Jesus. And we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Cheers. And there we have it, another great episode of Ed and Ollie. Um, thanks to those guys for, for popping in again and seeing us. Uh, it was really good to sit down and speak about uh, those subjects. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed it. Maybe you have some questions. Uh, maybe you want to come on the podcast and talk about those yourself. Um, we are looking for podcasts into 2018. Um, whatever you do, whatever you're interested in, please come in and talk to us. It's just really, really good to sit down and chat to people on a regular basis. Like I say, it's, it's not something we talk. It's not something we get enough time to do. Everyone seems to be in a rush. Everyone's busy. We've always got somewhere to do, some somewhere to be. Um, so pop in. Let's have a chat. Um, drop us an email on info at primalsomething.com and um, we can have a chat about any subject you like as you've probably heard on this podcast it's it's a very open sort of discussion um, no adverts we just chat about anything from from minute one to the very last minute so um, if you're enjoying the podcast leave us some comments leave us some feedback and we will hopefully chat to you guys in the new year uh, as I said at the start, we are looking to um, deliver um, podcasts on a regular basis into 2018, so possibly three to four a month. Uh, we do have a couple of people lined up, some really interesting people actually, um, so we're hoping to get those guys on the podcast soon. Uh, there is a couple of people scheduled in for January, so look out for those. Um, the website and the brand Primal Something will be going through a, a slight rebrand. 
Um, so it'll be the same URLs. If we do change the URL, we will forward that onto the new um, podcast uh, rebranded name. Um, but look for us into 2018 and we will see you all then. Thanks for listening. <laughs>